Hi guys, welcome back to uh, Cucks United. Just kidding, welcome back to this sort of maybe, I don't know. Um, I'm here today with my very special friend, Scott. Picking you up. <laughs> it is going to be me talking to myself. Damn, you didn't even Hey, there we go. Now I can see your vocal waves. Hey, that's me. Now you've got vocal waves. And those are mine. Oh, you're very quiet. I am? Yeah, you're very quiet on the mic. No, 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 not for you. It's for me. Is that making it worse? Or is making it worse? I'm making it better. I'm singing a song until this gets fixed. Oh, that's so loud. That's so loud. <laughs> You like, there was just like a hot second there where you like on your mic you were hella loud. Wah. Wah. Now we're about we're about equal levels at this point. Cool, I can get behind that. Oh boy, we don't have anything to talk about. We didn't have topics. This is an impromptu episode because Scott's my boy and he's in town. Yeah, I, uh, I'm visiting some family for a few days. Um, and then on the first, uh, I'm flying out with my dad and my siblings to go to Hawaii for a few days. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, uh, Scott and I have been best friends since seventh grade. Um, since he broke my collarbone. I did. That's, I was going to tell that story is that's the story of how we met is, so we were like chilling at school, right? This is seventh grade. <laughs> As of course we're not fully developed. Of course not. Um, and Scott had a willow branch. I was being a dick. Like he was whipping me with this willow branch, and he kept warning me to stop. He kept warning me to stop. Yeah, I was like, stop it, stop it. Next time you do that, I'm gonna tackle you. Stop. And he hit me one more time and ran off. And I chased him down and tackled him from behind. So originally, I'll let you start telling it from your perspective now because all i heard was like this wet meaty crunch as you hit the ground and i was like oh i must really hurt him oh i didn't even hear that i didn't hear anything i, I just know, i was right next to it i just felt it i was like oh yeah something's wrong so yeah i was being i was being an ass and i was whipping <laughs> i was whipping price with this willow branch and after i ran off he tackled me and uh yeah Something apparently, yeah. There was a crunch. And I heard <laughs> the crunch. It was, it was gnarly. I had to just lay on the ground for a little bit, and then uh, shout out our buddy William. Uh, he came over, started telling me jokes to try and get me through the pain, and then Price helped me up. He took me to the nurse's office, and uh, when they asked what happened, I said that we were playing soccer and that uh, Price had accidentally tripped me, and we'd both fallen, except my shoulder was underneath. Uh, a soccer ball was underneath my shoulder, so it really messed it up. And from that moment on, you know, I learned snitches get stitches. <laughs> but, you know, if you're not a snitch, you get your collarbone broken. You get a friend. <laughs> oh, and oh, is that friend. where we were going? <laughs> it, it's, a t it's a twofer. It's a twofer. No, because, like, prior to this, we like both thought we hated like the other one hated us like each other price was just quiet and he wasn't really my scene he hung out with people that like i didn't know super well yeah and like i was i was the new kid and price had been going to this school for a few years yeah since second grade so yeah like he knew people i knew everyone and i i knew no one i was still that weird kid trying to make an impression yeah but in all honesty like 
the mark you left on that school was way more important than all like the who you knew and what you knew because like the whole reason that I was super like super great friends with the administrators was not just because I was an awful child <laughs> but because me and Scott were awful children we were awful and we children got in trouble together and we got really close friends with the counselors and so like All the there time. was a lot of stuff that I got away with just because I knew the counselors mm-hmm. oh yeah we we did. Do you remember that time um, I, I I rode my shopping cart to school? Yes. And I bike locked it to the fence. <laughs> yes. yes. And I I remembered. I very distinctly remember us going down the Grandview Hill by our school, and one of us just ate it. Yeah, just destroyed their face. I think it was you. It was you. I think it was. Yeah. It was you because I remembered having to talk to your mom about why you came home with gravel in your face. Yeah, we we went down the hill and uh, it turns and you know you can't turn a shopping cart from inside it, so I just hit the curb and just. Pew. Yeah, it like any com like any comic scene or like comedic scene in a movie that like you see the character like hit a stop and just like arc to the ground that was almost exactly how it was oh man oh oh i've gotten a lot of injuries with you price all great memories but a lot of injuries yeah it's been the same yeah yeah (laughs) i would say the same thing um except so i don't know after he left i kind of went off the rails insane Mm-hmm. At, like, if you know me, you know for a fact that I was, like, an alcoholic from 7th grade to 11th grade. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily left. We just kind of had, like, a little fallout where we yeah. just didn't talk to each other. 300 miles is a long distance, man. Yeah. And and when he would come back to visit, it always seemed kind of like, almost like, hey, I, I, yeah, we I were re- friends once. I remember you. It, it's like meeting up with your... Uh, college roommates. Yeah. When the only reason you guys were friends was because you got randomly assigned by a computer. Yeah. Hey, guy, you remember that time we lived together for four years and I refused to learn anything about you? And it was extremely awkward because I always wanted to confront you about washing the dishes, but in all reality, you just had no idea how to. <laughs> uh, it, it really did feel like that. Like, I, I, I was still really close with Price and, like, knew everything yeah. about him. Just... Man, there was, I don't know, there's some sort of tension. I I don't know if we solved it, but I think I think it just at sort a of... point, we both, like, because we're such similar in personality, I think yeah. we both just kind of got to a point where we were like, really, what are we, fi- like, what are we after each other for? Like, yeah, what are we mad at? What's going on? Like, and when it came down to it, when I, like, at least in my mind, when it mm-hmm. came down to it, it's that I was so emotionally numb because I got involved with just an awful crowd Mm -hmm. and I was so emotionally vacant. Yeah. I guess is the best way to put it that they're just, it was either I just had relationships with people to have relationships with people or I just questioned even the most deep relationships that I had. Well, it makes sense. And especially when you're having like that kind of, that kind of identity crisis. Yeah. Like, uh, it makes sense. Like, you have to shift your worldview. You have to shift everything in your mind to co- 
correctly defined who you are now, who you want to be. And I understand that, man. Yeah. And I think we both just got to it where we were like, we don't need to be fighting. There's like, like no reason there should be any like argument between us. Yeah. Sure, we don't talk all the time. Sure, I don't see you all the time. But as long as you're not doing anything against me, yeah. it should just be like old times whenever I see you. And I think... I don't know. I specifically remember one night that I was just kind of like, I'm never letting Scott leave my life. And it, we were driving home in his car. Because at the time, I was splitting a car between three people. It was my oldest brother, me, and my other older brother. Oh, uh, this was during the winter when I came for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we were driving back from Macy's. And we were listening to Hoop, uh, a bad head first slide into Cooperstown Great on song. a bad bet. And I was just like, yeah, I'm never letting Scott, like, leave my life again. At least that's that's when it was for me. That's, yeah. like, when it connected for me. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, for me, I've always been... I've always been very loyal, sometimes to a fault when it comes mm-hmm. to certain relationships. But if I have been shown um, any amount of, like, love or any amount of just caring for me... I will reciprocate that until I'm shown that it's not appreciated. Mm-hmm. And that's always just who I've been. Yeah. And I think, I think to a degree, I always acknowledged the love and I tried to return it where I could. Mm-hmm. But that's impossible when you're not functioning on a yeah. full emotional level. And so, like, yeah, to me when I started to like connect the dots, I was like, wow, I was a real dick. <laughs> um, what, one thing that I've been realizing lately, cause I've, I've also been in a bit of an identity crisis. Um, the main problem is I don't know how to love myself. Yeah. And if I don't know how to love myself, how can I show love to others properly? Like, yes, I can be exactly, I can be there for them. I can do what they want, what they need, but I'm not, I'm not, I can't care for them. Yeah. And if, if you're hurting, you need to love yourself with somebody else's heart. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, shout out. Well, BH. Yeah. Well, to me, like, to me, it's, it's weird because I've always, I've always recognized that love is there no matter the emotional state. And I think you can only understand that if you've had an addiction that like drives emotion away and where I didn't even know how to function if I was upset or I was hurt or I was like crying like crying inside just like the worst time possible like I kind of recognized that there was no way that I was going to keep relationships that I wanted if I wasn't really I don't know like capable yeah, absolutely. in that stage and I think oh I'm gonna burp hold on I've been burping in my shoulder this entire time. Um, But, no, like, I had to recognize, like, there was no way I could maintain a relationship if I didn't even understand, like, how to be sad anymore. Absolutely, yeah. And that, that, um, that was about ninth grade. Yeah. Um, that's kind of when I, like, peaked in my alcoholism because, like, that always happens when somebody's fighting against it. And so that's it my point where i was like 
starting to like really peak out and then I went to the doctors like summer of ninth grade year and they were like look your liver is like black except for like a fourth of it and if you don't start letting your liver heal now you are dead and that put it like super into perspective that I was like I could have died think about it think about it just a quick side note real quick um what if if a soul exists right it's stored in the liver and the more and more like you destroy your body the blacker your soul gets <laughs> to compensate like, all right all right <laughs> okay okay we understand you're going through a phase uh we'll, we'll switch to emo as well <laughs> yeah i was oh i got way too into the edgy side of things mm-hmm. you kind of stayed towards the pop punk Oh, man, pop punk it was my jam. It like it still is. I love it. Pop still punk. is. I'll go back and I'll listen to like my chemical romance and my friends make fun of me, they're like, Oh, Mr. Edgy. Dude, like, screw them. Shut man. up. I so enjoy it. It's better music than what they're listening to. Yeah, well like that and back then, like I hate saying this because I hate like this whole like back when I listened to music. Yeah. It was actual musicians. It's like, shut up. <laughs> Just because it changed doesn't mean that it's any different. I miss when uh, I miss when artists used actual instruments. Yeah. That's great. Okay, Boomer. It's like, yeah, okay. Cool, don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> it's but it's like, to me, I don't know. I've always appreciated music. Yeah. Ever since Scott's known me, I've like played guitar, piano, oh, like tons of stuff. And I've been doing it since I was six. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been playing guitar since I was six. So, like, music's always been a part of my life. And, like, I don't think there's any reason why we should accept evolution in music. Like, anything that doesn't grow isn't that enjoyable in the first place. Absolutely. If you're, st- if we were all just stuck into the original music genre, we'd all be bored as hell. We would yeah. have nothing that we actually want to listen to. Yeah, 100%. I don't know. I feel like we're getting on a serious note. I I like to keep this podcast chill. I hate that so much. <laughs> this is my chill podcast. Okay, okay. Dude. Let, let me let me switch into chill mode. Okay. <laughs> that one, that's more like seductive. Like, come over here. <laughs> I, don't even, I, I don't know what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just chilling here. <laughs> Stop. I hate that. It's that one. This is the podcast to help you fall asleep. Oh. You dropped the beans! I dropped the beans. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Oh, yeah. This is Scott Duncan with NPR, and today we are presenting to you the facts about vaping caffeine. <laughs> is it illegal? No. But is it possible? With enough effort. <laughs> Smoking caffeine. Or is it vaping caffeine? Is it possible? Tell that to my burning lungs. (laughs) (laughs) Tell that to my hamster. (laughs) Which I have done extensive testing on. PETA. (laughs) (laughs) Rest in peace. Archibald 1, 2, 3, and 4. You know what that reminds me of? Have you played Destiny 2? Have you ever played? I, I played a little bit. I've only played like probably a, the first two hours of the campaign. Do you, do you know the character Cade? Oh, I love Cade so yeah. much. So there's a part it, when you get into the further campaigns that doesn't spoil the story, but um, he dies, right? Yeah, 
That's true. I guess everyone kind of called that because when they put the trailer out, it's like him like getting a gun game aimed at his head. Yeah, seriously. Like, you don't, you don't just dodge. (laughs) Who the hell do you think you are? (laughs) A bullet's a bullet. A bullet's a bullet's a bullet's a bullet. And so like, there's a part where you're. It, like mm-hmm. bringing all of his stashes because he had personal stashes that he hid around like the entire of galaxy. Did. Of course he did. And there's a part where in like one of his video like notes that or one of his like recorded notes that he's talking about, yeah. he goes, "They're talking." He's like, "Sorry, I'm burping again." Um, but they're talking about it, and he's like, "He's like, tell that to my owners. Just don't ask what happens to Kane one through five. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's so many like, there's so many quips in that game. There's a part where like you're going to stop a prison break, and he's like sitting in the spaceship next to you, and he's like, he's like, yeah, we're going to prison. <laughs> Man, of course it's badass. It's played by Nathan Fillion. The, yeah. that dude is the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Speaking of, like, just absolute top alpha males that I would love to meet Ron Emma. Swanson I, Nick Offerman Nick Offerman he is the guy <laughs> have you ever watched Axe Cop I love Axe Cop yeah like I uh, at the scene of the fire the cops the cop <laughs> found a perfect, perfect axe. axe from that point on he became Axe Cop but there's just so many one liners in that show where he's like he's like the actual police pulls him over and he's like they're like, do you know how fast you were going? He's like, of course I do. The fastest. <laughs> the fastest. Uh, my, my, one of my favorite moments is in the first episode. It's when he he's fighting off the king of all monsters. Yeah. And he needs a dinosaur horn. <laughs> the to, king of all bad guys. The, yeah, that's it. The king of all bad guys. And um, when he's trying to return, he's trying to return the horn. <laughs> the dude's like, sorry, I can't give you your deposit back. He's like... What are you talking about? I paid for this like twenty, like twenty, like a day ago. I've got a few more on this. No, man, it's damaged or something. I, I used <laughs> oh to gosh. save the universe. It, it's just something like that. It's pretty wacky. It's funny. I love Axe Cop. Axe Cop has always been like super funny to me because I found it like I don't know a yeah. couple months ago when yeah. it was still in its first season. I think there's a second season. I don't know. Its first season was in 2015, dog, or 2016, something like that. Oh, wow. We're both off. We're both way off. Yeah. I thought it was way sooner than that. Anyways, but it's written by a five and a 35 year old, mm-hmm. and I was just like, this is gonna be an amazing show. Oh, it's written entirely by the five year old. Yeah. And the 35 year old just animates it. Yeah. And adds filler if they need. And so like. There's, of course, there's a production team like writing like all the jokes in like a coherent manner because a five year old is obviously not going to like <laughs> understand what's going on or understand how to write a scene. Yeah. yeah, and so if they did, put them in Hollywood right now. We need better movies. Yeah, we got some good ones, but we need better movies. Speaking of film, like that whole side of things, mm-hmm. I have a guy in my English class <laughs> that he like he's studying digital mm-hmm. film and <laughs> we we were talking with him um 
I'm just gonna want the break. Sorry, I got I got distracted. Anyways, um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, the Dude, guy in my English class. class yeah. So, get this, we like tease him about it all the time, but he's like a total director type. Yeah. Like, I kid you not. So this guy comes into class, and this is just like his basic fashion. Okay. A short sleeve floor, floral shirt, a regular t-shirt, shorts, and Crocs. Dude, that sounds like the apex outfit. Okay. That's like the apex outfit of like directors. No, no, just in general. If you're wearing that, bro, don't kill my vibe. Yeah, no, no one can stop you. But no, he comes in with that, so I'm like, okay, that instantly like is like you're like you look like a movie director to me. That's that screams uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what's freaking hilarious? So me, me and both Scott, I am struggling. <laughs> Scott and I are both skateboarders. And earlier today, oh my god, I was sitting and I was talking, and I was like, "Man, why am I just such dog shit?" And he goes, "It's because you haven't found your zen." And he just rails. He just hits it like I don't know if you hit your head or your boots, but I heard something hit the oh, ground. I, uh, I, yeah. He he was talking about how dog shit he was, and I said, "It's because you haven't achri- achieved true zen." And then I tried to do a pop shove and just landed on my ass. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, that entire time, I just kept saying, "I broke my ass." I broke my ass. Because last time we went, last time we went skating at that skate park, I was trying to get my sea legs, and I got to the top of the quarter. Or is it a quarter ramp? I would say quarter. Yeah. yeah. Like a quarter ramp. I get to the top of a quarter ramp, and I just slide down and I smacked my butt so hard at the beginning and I tore a hole in my back pocket mm-hmm. if you remember that I had those pants still for like a long time oh, and I got yeah. a new pair of pants uh, dude um, one of the most embarrassing times I've ever heard myself skating um, my skate park up in Wyoming mm-hmm. um, it has a it, it's not uh, it's not a part of the bowl uh, to the point where like you can drop in on it. Mm-hmm. It's just an, a really steep ramp without the without the little metal on top. So it kind of looks like an S. It kind of mm-hmm. looks like like a concrete S. Yeah. And I I tried going down that and I got really scared. My board got all wobbly, fell out underneath me, <laughs> and I landed on my on mm-hmm. uh, on my face. I had a big old gash, a big old scar for like the next. Oh my gosh. Four months, and knowing me and my dumb ass, I couldn't stop picking at it. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, that's always been my problem. Is like, oh, there's something on my face. It needs to go away. I don't know if that was just like a thing that like we were raised with, mm-hmm. like independently, or if that's like a 2000s kid thing, because like getting stuff off your face. Well, like where like your parents were like, go wash your face, go wash your face, and like I don't. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, but like I I can't see makeup and not be like. There's like something on your face. I'm gonna like get it off. Like, oh god, it's really bad. And like, I was talking to my now ex girlfriend, but my ex girlfriend at the time, I was like, I can't stand makeup. Like, I like I just want to wipe it off. Like, stuff on your face. There's something on my face. And I was like, and she was like, really? You don't like my makeup? And I was like, no, no, that's not what I meant at all. Like, it just bugs me. It's just like there's just something there. 
and it, maybe maybe it was just me. I but think like, that is just you, yeah. But I don't know. Like anytime I came inside, my parents were like, "Wipe off your face, clean your face off." And so now I'm like always like, "Why do you have stuff on your face? I hate it." <laughs> Man, I've always, uh, for the longest time, um, I've always had dirt on my face or like scabs or scars and i've got this a bunch of gnarly ones all over my face one on the bridge of my nose mm-hmm. from when i didn't want to go to church so i headbutted the pew in front of me oh my gosh metal as hell dude oh yeah <laughs> dude i busted my head open in church uh-huh. when i was really young i like took a superman dive off the pew Bass. Like, hit the hit the uh whatchamacallit hymn book holder Oh yeah, yeah, and I like split my head open, and that's when I figured out I didn't like anesthesia didn't work on me because I remember like very specifically like looking at the doctor as he was like, and I was like, this is a bit odd. Um, but like I remember that very clearly where I was just like, I feel you like putting things in my head like it's yeah. pressure in my head. But I, like I don't know like it doesn't hurt like it doesn't register it doesn't register I'm just like awake and I like that's weird like feels super weird anesthesia has always worked wonders on me then <laughs> uh, I was at I, a, yeah the first time I ever experienced it I was at the dentist and mm-hmm. just getting a cavity filled. All right, keep this story going. I'm gonna good. go find a charger for this. Sounds good. Uh, actually. Um, but yeah, the first time I ever tried anesthesia, I was getting a cavity filled, and um, as soon as they gave me the laughing gas, it, I remember this very distinctly, um, I started uh, seeing little green aliens dancing on the ceiling in circles, because they had like a stucco kind of pattern on, or whatever that's called, it kind of looks like popcorn, but it's used for insulation, um, yeah, that just started dancing around, it looked like aliens, and then the light they had right in front of me, it had a... Uh, a brand name right on the bulb of it and i i thought that was their leader i thought that was the aliens leader and i thought whoa i'm going to space i'm going to space i'm a rocket man yeah and it was kind of crazy it's was the most interesting experience i've ever had and my first experience with drugs Yeah, it was when I was at the dentist. That was my first experience with drugs. My second was when I got into heroin at age eight. When I started using heroin, I found it underneath my mother's desk. No, I found it underneath the underpass. <laughs> so I, I'm hoping it's heroin. Part of me thinks it's rat poop. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's just as it, black. <laughs> probably. <laughs> if you've ever... Uh, I don't know. Actually, I probably wouldn't. Nobody would get this reference. But do you know Rainbow Six? Uh-huh. There's an operator in it named Thinka, and she has nano nanites yeah. that she, like, uses to, like, give, like, a bunch of people some, like, adrenaline effects. and like. Is she, like, the pe- person that can, like, revive dead people? Kind of. Okay. But on the attacking team. Yeah, yeah. Um, But... <laughs> I watched this YouTuber that makes this joke that they're like, they're like, what's actually in Finca's like adrenaline surge? And the one guy screams from the back, 
100% black tar heroin. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Which in, like, insert like, it would kill you. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like straight unrefined like tar and methamphetamine. Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah, no, that wouldn't be good. Yeah, you would just. You would essentially inject straight tar into your bloodstream, and it would sludge up your heart. Well, before that, it would stop your blood flow, and you'd yeah. start to get hematomas all over your body. And then... I, pr- I prefer to think that I would get more uh, hematosis. <laughs> I don't even know what that... Is that a thing? Hematosis? Yes, but it's, I don't think it has anything to do with what we're talking about cool i want that but hematosis we'll take that with the fries please a hematoma is when like blood like fills up under the skin because your veins are popping oh, nice. you get like you get them after like so, like if somebody accidentally pokes all the way through your vein ah and then pulls the um, needle out and it like it doesn't seal properly yeah. and so blood fills that's what would happen except like your like veins would be popping okay all over your body and then your heart would stop it's like putting a water balloon inside a normal balloon mm-hmm. and putting a piece of tape over it and then stabbing the water balloon with an attack mm-hmm. or like it's also kind of what happens when like if you've ever like pinched two sides or like pinched one side of a re- really small hose off so that, like, when you pour water through it, it, like, fills up and pops on the other side. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what would be happening to your veins. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Which is not the best way to go. It's essentially, like, popping blood vessels all over your body. And if you've ever had a popped blood vessel, it is not fun. No, no. I uh, I can do this really cool trick where I can make my face go as probably as red as a tomato probably even redder than that really um but it bursts blood vessels if i do it too often i used to go uh, until i was purple and i would scare my teachers because they think i was gonna pass out mm-hmm. but like you're like i'm in control i got this i've been doing this for so long i've been doing this probably why my uh uh what's the thing where they test uh how smart you are <laughs> oh driver's license yeah yeah that's why my driver's license is so low. <laughs> it just has no like <laughs> recollection of what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah, driver's license. Doesn't say it right either. Dri- driver's Words are hard, dude. Er, I, I license. Exactly. That's, driver's license. that's exactly what it's called. Driver's silence. <laughs> yeah. Dude, have you ever seen that video that went around that was like, it's like, what it's, it's like her, I've never dated a dyslexic before. It's like, and the guy's like, let me mow you with your citizen, dare a pie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. Uh, Oh, so dumb. These jokes are so dumb. Oh man, one of my, one of my favorite things to, uh. So my, where I work, I, I'm a line cook, right? Mm-hmm. I've been there for probably about seven, eight months now, but we have a really high turnover rate. Like people will only stay there for probably like 
two, three months because it's a college town mm-hmm. and it's a really crappy college town. Yeah. Yeah. And so everyone one wants to get the hell out as soon as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite thing to do when we get new customers is I like to go up to them and I like to say, hey, man, wouldn't it be really crazy if you come wh- if you came white instead of red? That was and so uncomfortable. Just complete, like, straight just face. Like, hey, man, wouldn't it be crazy if cum was white instead of red? <laughs> Have you seen that video of the guy that he's, like, talking? He's, like, and, like his friend comes in. It's this southern dude. And he's, like, he's, like, it's like why is there blood on the couch? And he's, like, Don't oh, I was, uh, that was probably me. I, I farted a couple <laughs> times when I was over there. He's, like, he's, like. He's like, you, you fart blood. He's like, yeah, yeah. Isn't that normal for doesn't you? Doesn't everybody? He's like, it doesn't everyone? And he's like, no, that that's definitely not normal. He's like, oh, yeah. Next time you can tell me that my that your pee isn't black. He's like, oh, oh God, no. Go Is your pee doctor. black? And he's like, he's like, I gotta get you to the hospital right now, man. He's like. Yeah, okay, sure. But uh, can you drive me? I'm feeling kind of woozy. <laughs> I don't feel right inside. <laughs> I just, that's what that reminds me of. Is he's just like, when he's like, next thing you're going to tell me is your pee isn't black. He's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, oh. We also have this dishwasher. Um, he's been with us for a long time. He's about... I think he's actually in his forties. Um, he's uh, he's Jeez. on the, he's on the spectrum, ah, and uh, he lives okay. with his parents, and he uh, just holding down a job, yeah. doing his own thing. He's a great guy. His his name is Cuball. And, oh, um, is that really his name, or is that like that's a nickname? Yeah. Oh, okay, I was like, yeah. <laughs> his parents really name him Cuball, because <laughs> I think there might be something else going on. <laughs> a little bit of. <laughs> He's, he's really funny. He also likes to make fun of me for being young, for being, like, mm-hmm. super young. And so he likes asking me questions like, do you know who Weird Al Yankovic is? Or <laughs> um, uh, he he really loves Nintendo, so he brought in this chain that he has, and on the end of it mm-hmm. is an NES controller. And Oh, that's actually super it's, cool. It's badass, yeah. And he comes up to me and says, hey, do you know what this is a controller for? And my immediate response was, Oh yeah, that was for the uh, Xbox. The Xbox's initial release in <laughs> 1999, and the launch game on it was The Last of Us. And he just goes, "What? No, no!" I'm like, "Yeah, I remember Jeff Bezos talking about this." Oh my gosh. Um, back dur- back during it was, I said something like Kellogg's Con. And oh my gosh! I just went on a whole spiel. He's like, "Do you do you not know what this is?" I'm like, "I know exactly what that is." Q. <laughs> kid that I went to school with that he's like that. He's like super Nintendo and he's somewhere on the spectrum but there was a time in class that he was watching my um, he was watching my English teacher Uh play Mario Kart. Just like just watching watching him and like I said he's like super into Nintendo so he's like backseat gaming hard. Oh god. And he's like 
why are you using smart steering? You could have gotten a purple drift there and boosted ahead. Of, like he's go, he's going on. He's like, he's going for it. Yeah. Yeah. And my teacher's like, all right, DJ, if you say one more thing, I'm gonna have you go sit in your desk, and you're not gonna be able to watch. He's like, okay. He like stops for a few seconds. Why didn't you do a special move there? You could have done a special move and gotten a boost. And my teacher goes, all right, DJ, go sit down. Go sit down. And he's like, okay, okay. He, like, walks away. And as he's run- as he's walking past me, I kind of just, like, look at him. And I smile, like, just trying to be nice. And he goes, desk flip. He grabs one of the desks and just <laughs> yeets it. <laughs> like, he, like, straight up bottle flips that thing. What a guy. <laughs> And sprints out the doorway. And my teacher just looks at me. He's like, what did you do? I was like, I didn't do anything. I just, I was sitting here, same as you, dog. And he was like, oh, it must have been the Nintendo thing. Oh, man. And he was so pissed. He was so mad. I was like, dude, it's Mario Kart. It's okay. You're not playing it right. You're, you don't know how to play Mario Kart the best and most effective ways. Oh, man, that's funny. I, um... <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Uh, I, I I had this. Co- uh, I've got this uh, coworker. He he quit a while back because uh, he moved mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, but <laughs> it was really funny. I like to do a voice whenever he came around or whatever. He he was a server and I'm a cook. Mm-hmm. So whatever an order was up, I'd always go, "Hey yo, Robbie, it's your great aunt Mona. Your order's up." Can you, <coughs> while, the, while you're out there, can you get me a pack of smokes? <laughs> Don't be a shithead. I know you're under 18, but go for it. <laughs> They'll give it to you anyways. Just tell Robbie sent you. <laughs> tell, tell him your great aunt Mona sent you. Uses, They'll understand. Uses, uses the co-worker's name as the name he said. Tell them to get the cigarettes. Tell him Robbie sent you. <laughs> but, but I'm Robbie. Don't ask questions, boy. Don't you question my ability to judge things. I've been smoking cigarettes for 28 years, and I ain't gonna stop now. How old are you? 33. (laughs) I've been smoking cigarettes for 28 years. How old are you now? 29. (laughs) I was smoking in the womb, baby. I never stopped smoking. My mom was smoking, so I was smoking. I was smoking a pack a day. My womb looked like a looked like a freaking hot box. It looked like a stoner van. They were very uncomfortable when my mom gave birth to me. <laughs> and her vagina started spewing smoke. <laughs> There's got to be so much wrong with your anatomy for that to happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't even imagine. Or like, did you see the story where the baby was born inside of the amniotic sac? What? Yeah. So what if the baby came out in the amniotic sac? It was just filled with cigarette smoke. Oh my god! <laughs> like just like a little bubble, and you have to pop it. He's like, what? <laughs> he comes out speaking like like a like a Boston smoker. Just my my. Mama, I want, I want some freaking applesauce. Mother. <laughs> you can't say mama. You say mother. He's like, mother. Mother. Why do you keep your cigarettes? Mother, let me see them titties. I'm hungry. <laughs> Out of cigarettes in a purse. Tell <laughs> dad to give me some cigarettes. <laughs> Tell 
tell Dad to get me his, some cigarettes on the way home. See if they can get him in the binky form. <laughs> While he's out for milk. Oh, that, that reminds me, there was a Simpsons thing um, where, um, oh, what was it? Maggie got addicted to nicotine because um, I, I can't remember exactly what happened. I think she was either smoking or the patches. But what they ended up doing is they got they got medicated nicotine binkies. What the heck? And that's insane. Yeah, like whenever whenever her binky ran out, she tossed it. She started crying, and then Homer reached over to the side table, pulled out a fresh one, popped it out oh of the gosh. package, and that's that's so bad. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I've been feeding since the days of yore. <laughs> oh, I'm losing it. Oh god. Oh, no. Like, you make that joke, but in the Philippines, that's actually a thing. Like, the oh, youngest god. kid to have, like, a cigarette addiction. He smokes, like, two packs a day, and he's, like, eight or nine now. And he was, like, six when it came out that he was like addicted to cigarettes and he's like he straight up looked like the fat old man sitting on the porch he's got like the white beater on he's like <laughs> I was like oh my gosh precocious young shit bird ain't he <laughs> there's the um, he's getting ahead of the times he knows he's gonna happen well, yeah, eventually like, so well no cause like in um in whatchamacallit uh Boston. <laughs> yeah. No. Boston, Japan. In, no, in Japan, um, most of the like the human vendors that sell cigarettes don't check ID, even though you have to be 21 oh, in wow. Japan. So, like, most cigarette carton machines will be like, yes, what, like, how old are you? And even then, you don't have to put in your birthday. So, like, child it's smoking. Is yes or no? Yeah. Like, child smoking is really, like, it's really, like... Why are there oh, bathrooms in the problem. jewel room? Yeah. Why, why are there toilets in the jewel room? Yeah, basically. Oh, God damn it. Oh, that's <laughs> so bad. Whoa, right. they made jeweling a real thing. Oh, I saw the funniest thing. It said um, um, that jewel was... It, it, was a, it was a spam post kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But it said that jewel was going to start selling <laughs> what they called the the acoustic jewel. What? Is it a cigarette? <laughs> it's jewel-shaped cigarettes. Oh, and my god! It's, it's one per pack, and they cost 30 bucks. <laughs> it's an acoustic jewel. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I, like, I'm actually so shocked. Like, I thought it was, like, just a joke, but they're, like, they're kids that are younger than me that are, like, so just, like, dependent upon jewel, like, cigarettes, like, vaping, anything they can get their hands on. Like, I've got my own addiction, but, like, have you seen the video of the girl who, um, she just got out of school? She's like, I haven't had my jewel in five freaking hours. I need it. And she's yelling oh at her mom this. Gosh. She's not yelling at her friend. She's yelling at her mom oh about gosh. how she hasn't had her jewel in five hours and she needs to get home now. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. It's even more insane when you realize that Jewel was marketing to those teens. Yeah. They were straight up like, hey, guys. Yeah, this is this is for 21 and over, but no, not 21. This is for uh, 18, 19 and over. But uh, you, you 16-year-olds ready? <laughs> well, like, it, you want to taste mango? As soon as, it, as soon as it came out, like, people were like, 
selling it to each other. Oh, I heard. I, I actually heard a rumor one time that um, if you if you smoke a lot of the mango pods, it's gonna mm-hmm. make your cum taste different. It's gonna make it taste like mangoes. Really? No. <laughs> I was about to say that sounds like BS to me. Oh, it, I, I was playing off the whole joke, like the oh, the drink pineapple juice to make your cum taste sweet. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you just vape a lot of mango, it's gonna taste like mango. What if that's what vaping was really for? <laughs> Erectile dysfunction? To change the, va- the flavor of your nut? Can you vape Viagra? Vape Agra. Viagrape. Oh Viagrape. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. So I don't remember who I was with him, but I was making a joke about, like, I don't take Viagra. I crush it up and <laughs> snort it. <laughs> I don't take Viagra. Viagra takes me. <laughs> I've, not I'm extra lost my, I've not lost my erections since 1940. I haven't lost my erection. I've just lost my interest in you. <laughs> I could never lose my erection. I'm worth, I'm on what's worth an entire bottle of Viagra. They'll, they'll never catch me lacking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he like parades it around. <laughs> He's just got it. He's just slang ganging it on. He's just like, oh, oh, he okay. Ugh. He walks into any any pharmacy. It's a uh, hey man, I need more Viagra. <laughs> he just slaps it down. Slaps his big old hunker of a dick on the table. Oh my gosh, dude, that reminds me of this TikTok that the guy's like, the guy's like, don't you just hate when? You sit down to go to the bathroom and your gigantic wiener hits the <laughs> toilet water. And the other guy's sitting next to him, or the guy's like, Yes, because whatever gigantic honker of a dick that you have, I also have that size. <laughs> yeah, uh, how big is yours? Mine's the exact same size. Uh, it's uh, almost exactly the same size. It's about 17. Yeah, 17. Uh, it can't be 17 inches, man. Yeah, I was lying too, to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know why that's so funny to me. He's like, I also have that size. <laughs> like, I, it's something you can buy. <laughs> I have the exact same size as well. I got the Model S. I got the Model 3. It's I got the, the Economy Edition. I got the Model P. It's P for pleasure. <laughs> oh, my God. It's also P for penis. So, so I was like, I was talking, or I was watching this video, and... We found out that you can inject silicon into, like, places on, like, underneath your skin. And so, like, you have, like, little lump designs in your hand. And I was like, that's how you get girls to date you if you've got a small dick. You just make it ribbed. You just (laughs) rib your penis. I'm ribbing it for your pleasure. (laughs) It's like, you know, you know, bear skin, you know, the bear skin pleasure magnum condoms it's like that but a couple inches shorter my dick feels like <laughs> uh the first the first two inches of an alligator's tail <laughs> <laughs> no you know, like to me like it's so funny to me that but like you can do that that like you could actually do that if yeah. you wanted to Don't that and i always speaking of that stuff i always like underestimate like make my penis like seems so much smaller than it is because like 
then like nobody will ever know like nobody will ever question yeah yeah nobody will ever know and then like if you're with a girl like much later when you're married and stuff like that and you just whip out like this like gigantic not even gigantic but if you pull out like a six incher and she's gonna be like Nice. Wow, I this is way bigger than I expected. I was expecting micro. I was expecting eight inches because wide. Because like, <laughs> you don't, you never under like you never overestimate for your size, or like you never like oversell your size. No, that automatically is because if you undersell your size for years and years and years, you're getting down to a point where it's like seven inches is just amazing. <laughs> like i'm expecting four <laughs> especially when the the average in the u.s is like 5.25 yeah it's like five to seven inches yeah <laughs> can you imagine being that small <laughs> just like super like yeah <laughs> I, I can't even imagine having something that much like a tic tac that tiny <laughs> wow how do you even find it i am t- I'm about the size of a 16-ounce cayenne in width and fire hose in length. I don't know. What you, you, I, I thought that's what they wanted these cans of beans. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when inflated. <laughs> when soft. No, I need... <laughs> <laughs> when in flaccid. Uh, no. <laughs> it's going to be such a shocker when the girl I've been dating for years, we finally get married. It's the honeymoon night. And I whip out more than two and a half inches. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, I just thought of a really bad joke. I'm not, I'm not gonna make it to where off air. Have you seen that? Have you seen that meme that went around that was like, it was like, the guy's like, "You're cheating on my girlfriend. How that used? How's that used feel?" And he's like, "After the first three inches, it was completely new." I I saw I saw one. And it said, bro, you need to stop texting my girlfriend. And he just sent an asterisk and afterwards said, our girlfriend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then it said, language 100. Oh, my gosh. The, what's it like? It's like, you are not a clown. You are actually the entire circus. Oh. I, I, I believe that I'm the entire circus. I'm at, le- I'm at least two-thirds of a circus. <laughs> I'm at least a good... So I've, I've got about two rings on it. I need to get the third. Once I get the third, I'll be able to get the Chaos Emeralds. <laughs> I'll be unstoppable. <laughs> what if we kissed? What if we kissed? <laughs> what if we kissed in Eggman's yeah. underground the, it's the, base? It's the black guy. And he's like wearing the, the adult song costume. He's like, <laughs> what if we kissed on Dr. Eggman's lair? <laughs> Oh, one of my favorite memes going around is, ha ha ha, you're too sexy to kill yourself. Oh, yeah, where it's like, it's like, oh, don't kill yourself. You're, you're too, too sexy. sexy. Oh, my God. I'm also too fucking sad. Have you seen that one where it's like, oh. it's like, don't cry. <laughs> you're too thick. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That, that's like the exact same thing as if somebody's saying, yeah, I'm really, really sad. I don't like life. And somebody's like, you just got to find the positives, man. <laughs> You just gotta find what makes you happy. Have you ever tried just not being sad? It's like, I know that's like super cliche, but I've had people where they're like, honestly, you just gotta look for the happier things in life. Oh, oh, 
in case I missed that part. I guess I wasn't at the meeting for that one. That just went right over my head. I'm, whoa, I missed that. Sorry. I missed that hardcore. Thank you for letting me know, because now that I know, I can do better. Now that I know that I don't have to be sad, I'm not sad. I'm not sad anymore because I don't have to be. Uh, my dad, um, he... <laughs> Um, uh, while I was growing up, he always said that, like, yes, we are in control of our emotions. Mm -hmm. But the way he said it was hilarious because he always said, if you don't want to feel something, tell yourself to feel something different. And I'm like, wow. and he, he, he also used the terminology of turn it off like a light switch. If you're feeling sad and you want to feel happy. <laughs> such an unhealthy way to cope. Oh, yeah, yeah. It really That's really so is. unhealthy. That's so unhealthy. Do you know how many times... That w that's literally what alcohol does. That, that turn it off. Just turn off everything. Yet he's so against alcohol and any other but substance. His, but his emotional way to cope with things is it's the exact same way. Just don't feel anything. Oh, I think that's so funny. It's the exact same way. Yeah, it's literally the exact same like thing. Like except he's just telling his brain, "Hey, man, let's act." Or let's let's pretend there's not something there that is. Let's pretend we're drunk. Yeah, like but act. without acting drunk or crazy. I don't, oh, cool. Yeah, so, I don't. I've never understand understood that idea mm. that it's like, just don't be sad. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, there's sad stuff going on, and I'm currently fearful for my life, so I'm kind of sad about that. Um. But on the plus hand, uh, it seems like we're getting a new Space Jam movie. I have not even seen the first one. What are you... I'm serious. Price. I've never seen Space Jam. I love you. I watched National Treasure as a child. But you need to put... We're, we're putting our friendship on hold until you watch Space Jam. <laughs> until you can come on and slam and welcome to the jam. I, I've heard the song plenty of times. Hey, you, what you gonna do? 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 Party people thing, in the house that's what? Did you mean it's your boy Yeah. The only thing I really, like, recognize from that is, like, the little green gremlin guys that are like, <laughs> we're gonna steal his talent. Oh, they turned into the Monstars. Yeah. Know? Oh, that... Uh, okay, so I was doing trivia the other day, and, um, yeah, I went on a double date with my girlfriend and uh, my buddy and his girlfriend, and um, one of the questions was, name all five of the... Uh, basketball stars that um, they stole talent from and I got four out of the five but I confused um, uh, who was it I confused um, I don't know I confused somebody with Larry Bird because Larry Bird does show up yeah. but he doesn't get his talent stolen Yeah, and I just felt so betrayed because I got Patrick Ewing I got Muggsy <laughs> Bogues I got Charles Barkley I got we're gonna steal his talent <laughs> You got the voice spot on, by the way. <laughs> I, I, we're looking for Mr. Toon. Mr. Yeah, have Toon. you seen him? Hey, he's about... Seen him? Well, is he about this tall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does he does he chew on uh, carrots? Like, what's up, Doc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, never heard of him. <laughs> oh, 
And you can't even lie to me if you didn't even have a crush on Lola Bunny. She turned me into a furry. <laughs> no, you know who turned me into a furry? Kind of. I'm not really a furry, but you know. Stitch. No, I was gonna say oh, Raven, but that works. <laughs> she's like what? Yeah, she's technically like a demon. Oh yeah, because I forgot. Demons are a species of animal. What are they if they're not humanoid animals? They're demons. We're okay. We're humans, but we're t- still technically a mammal. And we're animals because we live on exactly. this plane. Exactly. This plane. In a different plane of existence in hell where demons exist, they're not, there's no animals. There's either undead souls or dead souls. If hell exists. That's true. Yeah. So, therefore, eat my ass, would you please? No. Serve it up with some candy. <laughs> it's hot like and that, ready. It's that video of the fat guy that's like, mmm, so good, it's so tasty. Mmm. Oh, I love that video so much. Oh. You know what? One of the saddest like video have you ever seen the like sad edit of Shia LaBeouf on Hot Ones? Yeah, where he cries. Where he's like he's crying, he's like he's like chopping it up, he's like, Oh, oh hot dog circles. <laughs> hot dog circles. <laughs> He's like crying. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> People like went and put like a lo-fi beat to it, and it's like sad music. Hey man, call my ass little Caesars, cause it's hot and ready. Hey yo, hey yo. Oh, it's also five dollars. So pay sorry up. if the audio is a bit off. I'm recording in a new area than usual. We're recording on the road. I'm driving right now. Yeah, <laughs> that would actually be a cool idea. That would be a cool idea, but. I feel like I would get distracted. And highly improbable. Well, we could get a chauffeur. That's true. We could pay a monkey. <laughs> I want a monkey chauffeur. Right goddamn now. You know what's always like been like kind of like a dark thought that I've always had? What's up? If I could be like one of those dudes that's so powerful and like the mafia mm-hmm. that they have like pet snow tigers. Oh man. Like, I know that's awful. Because, like, they're an endangered species yeah. and stuff like that. But, like, to get a pet tiger and have it trained and, like... You know what my, you know what my kill word would be? Oh. What? Ravioli. Ravioli! Point at somebody and he just eats their... Like, rips their throat out. It, <laughs> no ravioli, it ravioli. S- bring me their solzioli. It kind of startles me that you said ravioli and my first go-to was lasagna. (laughs) I I just got, like, you know those, like, stupid, like, teenage girl posts where it's like, she's broken, he's okay, or whatever? I really want one. I really want one to be as dumb as just, like, he was a ravioli type of person. And I was as a lasagna type of girl. <laughs> I want one that the hidden message inside of it is just preheat oven to 400 degrees. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen the one that's like, it's like he abused her or something? Like, like it's something weird, but it's like <laughs> they take the letters and they change it to he goose. She goose. <laughs> he goose. She loose. 
It, like, there's so many, like, dumb things like that. I, oh my god, that's really fun. Did you see, did you see that, like, okay, we're gonna go on a little internet adventure here. Okay. Have you heard of the Billie Eilish song, She's Broken? Uh, I love Billie Eilish, but I don't believe I've heard that one. Okay. She has a song called She's Broken, and it's the he's okay thing in the middle. That truly is the most teenage thing I have ever seen. Okay. I know she's 17. Oh, also, before before we listen to this, um, have you seen a picture of Billie Eilish's brother's girlfriend? Okay. There's the title. It's like an unreleased song, but there's the title. Right? Okay, yeah. So if you go down to the comments and everyone's been making fun of it at this point. Yeah. Um but like oh it's just all like it's just all um like it's just all memes at this point because PewDiePie and Reddit both pointed it out. Okay. Um but there's like actual quotes that are like that's so clever i never have even thought about that and it's like are you are you serious every 13 year old that had um her crush dance with another person had that as their like wallpaper thing yeah yeah yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about but yeah as, as i was saying have you seen a picture of billy eilish's brother's girlfriend yeah, that looks like exactly like her. It's the same person. Well, have you seen? Well, like it went around a while ago. I don't know if it's actually true, but it was a TikTok where like this girl was like, "Billy's actually my cousin," and like she's got her in her phone, and like there's pictures of her on the wall, and like you could easily stage that. But I also am kind of like she looks almost exactly like yeah, yeah, Billie yeah. Eilish, and I was like, like that's probably the selling point. That, yeah, like that's probably the selling point. And if it's true, like if she came out and was like, "Yeah, that's my cousin," like. I'd be like, it, does she just like spawn clones of herself, either skinnier or bigger, to like fit her purposes? No matter how talented, just, she just uses mitosis and there's like, like slides one through the wall to like steal. She's really a bank robber. Is this it? is getting way out of hand, but like, she creates clones to rob banks for her. Oh, it's like the episode of Gravity Falls with the boy band where they just create clones of them. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. And, and she's like she's like they catch a, that's why we've never heard of this phenomenon is they always catch the clones robbing the banks and they're like, I'm Billy Eilish. It's like we got a crazy fanatic again. But it's like really clones of Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish is performing here in two hours. There's no <laughs> way you're her. She's literally I know. about to go on stage. I know Billy Eilish. I know because I had to come to this call rather than go see her concert, okay? <laughs> so don't tell me you're Billy Eilish when I already had tickets to go see Billy Eilish. To go see Billy Eilish in concert. I had you ruined my night. I had meet and greet ticks. <laughs> I would have met. I would have met her, and I would have been able to tell her about how I met a crazy fanatic who thought that she was Billy. <laughs> I really want that to be like a story, <laughs> like a scene in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> just like several clones of Billie Eilish. Oh my oh, gosh, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that sounded so sarcastic. 
Oh, that's so funny. Oh, I, it always does, but I no. say that after everything. I, every <laughs> no. funny thing that's... You know what it reminds me of? What's up? Uh, Scrubs. When he has the girlfriend that she never laughs, she goes, ha, that's funny. Ha, ha, ha. That's Great funny. Great joke. <laughs> but she, oh, that's man. all she says. She's like, that's so funny. Oh, man. I, like, I, I'll laugh my ass off. I'll, I'll, I'll get in on the joke, but then as soon as it's over, I will always find myself going, ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's part of it sounds kind of mid midwestern. Uh, another part of yeah, it, yeah, that's it, what I was thinking. Is it's like he's kind of funny looking, like uh, that, <laughs> that's funny right yeah, there. Funny right there. It reminds uh, me of Mater. It's funny right there, dude. I I oh, I find myself talking like Mater every day. Yeah, I say howdy a lot. I talk to every single person. That I walk to and walk by in the grocery store. Um, walk to in the grocery store. <laughs> no, I you walk just go from person to person, greeting them. Hello. I I'm interviewing them. Hey, how's it going? Nice. How's it going? Nice. How's it going? Good. Uh, how's it going? Hey, get out of here! Go, go! You already got your turn. <laughs> He's like all pissed off. He's like, you got your. I already said hi to you. I know you want a platform, but this is mine. 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 Uh, so who's this going to? Oh, I save these. I just listen to them I whenever I get lonely. <laughs> That's so, <laughs> so I can, sad. So I can hear somebody telling so me hi. So I can hear somebody else say that they're having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been seeing those memes going around? That's like how boys handle things. And he like gets angry and he like punches stuff. And then it's like how men handle things. And he gets up and he does the Joker dance. <laughs> oh my god. By the way, have you seen Joker? I did. I I don't know how to feel about it. I need to watch it again. I've seen it twice now, but I need to watch it again because it is. From initial impressions, I would say that they play up the psychoticism a little too much for my liking. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because Joker, despite being crazy, has always had a level of calm. Mm -hmm. But I also think that the giant outbursts and, like, the, the laughing and, like, the twist that Joaquin Phoenix has on it mm-hmm. is amazing as well. Oh, absolutely. And I would not pass it up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd agree with you there a little bit, but what what makes sense to me is, you know, this is pre-stages of Joker. Yes, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a calm, collected, um, chaotic dude, that's mm-hmm. for sure. And he's, he's yeah. masterful, he's planned stuff, that's for sure. But that has only come through the break. Like for example, yeah, yeah. Um, with Killing Joke, yeah, like he was a crazy true. anxious dude who just got roped into robbing a bank until he got pushed into yeah, a vat of acid. Yeah, and see, and that's why I like I kind of wanted him to just come out straight, calm and collected. That would have been cool. Um, because like before, um, in this case, is him still struggling with. Mm-hmm like fighting a psychotic break yeah and it's not until certain things in the movie happen yeah because i'm gonna still let people like while it's in theaters i'm still gonna let oh i'm not saying any spoilers yeah i'm while it's in theaters i want people to see it for themselves it's a great movie um but they're like key things in the movie that happened that set him off yeah absolutely and of course we were talking about a psychotic break and it's so like of course that was kind of inherent yeah, but at the same time like i feel like because of that mm-hmm. where he was anxious and calm and his when his break comes in 
or he was anxious and like spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. In the beginning where he was fighting this the psychotic break, I really hoped that he would come out calm and collected like the Joker should be. Like at the end. Yeah. When he when he does the dance yeah. and he realizes that it's not him just moving to move. Mm-hmm. It's him moving through what he's feeling. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't feel like it should have been as aggressive as a break as they made it. But that was my only complaint with the movie. And besides that, I loved its pieces. I loved the originality of Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. I loved the spin that he brought to the character. And it sure beats Jared Leto. <laughs> Damage. I honestly felt like Jared Leto could have been a good Joker, but he oh, just he approached it at the wrong angle. Oh man. Okay. Have you? Did you hear that he was actively trying to get uh, the new Joker movie canceled? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like he was talking to his agents, like pushing them, like, "Hey, you should say something. You should get this canceled." Because I'm Joker. Yeah. And I don't know. I like. He's a great actor. He's amazing. But yeah. He he's a great actor. Role. But he came. Yeah. He came with that role wrong. And unfortunately, that's just how it is. Trick of the trade, you know yeah. what I mean? Like sometimes you hit some, sometimes you miss some. Yeah. The and only I, I think the only thing good thing that came out of that movie was Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yeah, she, she was a really good Harley Quinn. I'm glad she's gonna be in Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad. I really hope that Birds of Prey is good, dude. With the cast that they have in that. I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, they got Cassandra Kane. They've got Renee Montoya. They have uh, Huntress. They have Black Canary. They have Harley Quinn. They have Black Mask and Mr. Zaz. Yeah. Bro. Like, they, it's going to be a good movie. I need this intravenous, baby. I hope it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, I don't. Crossed. That's my thing is I don't want to get my hopes up super high. Yeah, yeah. Because if I go in and it's an okay movie i'm gonna be disappointed if i go in and it's okay and it's a garbage movie i'm gonna self-fulfill like what i thought it was gonna be and so i'm just keeping my expectations yeah. just like completely clean like yeah i hope it'll be good yeah but i'm not gonna say anything beyond that what i'm really excited for and i've uh surprisingly i've, I've gotten my hopes pretty up for this one um uh james gunn's suicide squad oh yeah because dude the cast is crazy, and yeah. he hasn't even revealed who's going to be in it, like yeah. who the characters are. And I think that's like a super good sign mm-hmm. for it, because the less you know about a movie, the better it is. Oh, because absolutely. Joker didn't release any trailers until except for like, like June. Yeah. Yeah. And it was announced like a year before that. Probably like a year before that, it went into production. We got a few yeah. uh, set photos, but then after that, it was just dead silence until yeah. June and I think I don't know my uncle told me that when I was really young he was like if you want to know what a good movie is wait to see what has tons of tra- trailers and is super marketed and then pick your movies from there they're and marketing it because they need yeah. the money back on this shitty film that they made yeah and so like he was like if you want a good movie look for the movies that don't have a ton of trailers like, It Comes at Night had one trailer launched before its release. Yeah. One. 
and it came out and it was amazing. It yeah. was an indie film. Anything by A24, Midsummer. I don't yeah. think oh, I saw. Oh, that movie was so good. I don't think I saw like even a single full trailer. I you saw snippets. You saw. I saw a Snapchat ad a week before it came out. Yeah, that's it. And then it came out, and it was one of the most amazing horror films of this year. Bro, that movie messed with me yeah. hardcore. Now, um, I li- me and my girlfriend because we saw that together. We like to mess with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever there's like dull silence or anything, we just go, <gasps> and both of us just lose it. Cause yeah, it's what? Like, and and that's the thing. That's like. That's what I think makes a good horror film is if it can set you at unease. We should probably wrap this up. Yeah, it's I was like about three ten. <laughs> but sorry, oh. we, he has to get going. I have a doctor's appointment because yeah. I've been, I've been not feeling good. I woke up. I've woke up with swollen tonsils every single week, like day this week. Well, that's kind of lame, so. So, it's not been super great. I forgot at the beginning, so I'm gonna give my song of the day now. Mm-hmm. Losing my love by Versace and. Scott has his song of the day. Uh, Mine is Trust Nobody by Hippie Sabotage. So we'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Take it easy, guys.